1: Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up everybody, welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast, this is episode 94, and I am the stupid awesome analyst Jonathan,
0: and with me today is King Baby Duck Evan of the Boston Bastard Brigade. Konnichiwa my bastards and wenches, thank you for having me on again as usual, and I hope all of you listeners out there enjoyed the five part top 100 albums of 2006 to 2015 that we just finished up with, that was a lot of work that we had to do. Woo, back to, back to non-working shenanigans now. Yes. <laughs> and also with
1: us today, we have John of Dirty Issues Gaming.
2: It's just Dirty Issues. Hi. Oh, it's just Hi. Dirty Oh, I didn't Hi. know that. I, You may um, call me John or Jack. Uh, I go by Taka on the Dirty Issues. I love my real name in, the, in real podcasts. That's great. So.
1: Many identities.
2: <laughs> sure, sure. Hey. Yeah, well, John is actually Jack, if you think about it. It is John it Kennedy, is. Jack Kennedy. Yeah, it's. They even have it in Jack's films.
1: So. I, I, I never knew that. Never Man, ever. Never knew that. And finally, with us from Scarlet Rhapsody, we have Jared the Greek. Hey everyone,
3: Jared the Greek here. Uh, love first time on the show actually so i was about to say i love being on this show
0: and i realized like, this is my first time yeah um, it is. You're, being... you're not on my show
3: yeah we've recorded yeah i'm so used to be times. on no borders no race or anime jam session and so it's cool being with wicked anime
1: for the first time i know we've recorded so many times together but you've literally never been on our show before yeah i'm expecting some great debates today <laughs> yes <laughs> All right, and today uh, for for we have a pretty bare bones show. It's usually it's, it's it seems like it's just news what we're watching and then our topic. But our topic today is like super awesome. Uh, it uh, we from a fan Evan of the non King Baby Duck variety uh, <laughs> sent us a question that I'll get into later when we reach it. But it's something some something to think about, and I think people are gonna have some interesting thoughts, very differing thoughts. So. In regular wicked anime fashion, first we need to ring the news bell. News, bong. Evan, you you threw a slew of media news my way uh, in, within the past couple weeks, and the first one that that hit us, which you, I, I don't really know how to feel about, which they're they're coming out with a second <laughs> season of that exercise anime. Rem- remember <laughs> exercise, uh, or it, what was it? Exercise to anime? Um, it was anime
0: called? the training or something like? Yeah, that. Yeah,
1: anime to training. Where uh, it it was just like probably the cheapest anime the animation that you could get where it's just looping over and over again of a, cute anime girls most likely underage doing regular workouts and it's like count to ten with me one two oh this is so hard and then there's like like doing stretches and stuff yeah Like, yeah, do push ups with anime characters yeah, Yes. yeah literally that. <laughs> That sounds amazing. Oh man, the the first season's on Crunchyroll if you haven't seen it.
2: Is that the wrestling Uh, one? No, 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 it's it's not the wrestling one. I love that video. I would have to say I love your video. That video of the wrestling one when you're just covering, I think it was the first episode. Um, I love your editing style, I would have to say, because it's just so erratic and, and... it, it definitely caught myself laughing a lot. So. Oh, thanks.
3: I love the fact that there's essentially Wii Fit the anime. <laughs> and I want to believe that there's like otaku, two types of otaku. The type who are like, oh my gosh, cute anime girls are working out. I shall work out too. And the, oh my gosh, cute anime girls are working out. This is like free gra- gravier. Sweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I do have to say, I feel a lot more comfortable uh, watching the, the Wii U Fit Trainer Working out than these anime girls, though I guess I'm because not at least the wee fit trainer looks of age. Yeah, exactly, and she's in shape. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, I don't know. I I feel like that maybe maybe that will be that will be something for. For later review because i can't believe i didn't even imagine that a show like this would be good enough to get a second season i know that th- this one this show in particular is a branch of a certain series of shows one of the characters in the show actually has a short anime series about her where it's just like you know she just does things and you watch her do random things like she cooks a meal or cleans the house or takes a bath or whatever like that and you can just so like literally takes a nap her. in one episode <laughs> yeah it's it's really a your show uh, i I don't know it's but like a second season that I I never you know guessed. I'm
0: actually kind of surprised that it did get a second season after about all reading about all these like injuries that so many of uh, uh, viewers had while watching this show because I was going online and I saw you know forms specifically for this anime and every single one of them they had they were talking about getting having the exact same injury over and over and over again. Uh, carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I was gonna say they always were talking about how they pulled their groin while watching this series.
2: There <laughs> <laughs> oh you have it, folks. There you have it. You beat me uh, to the punch. I was gonna make a joke about that.
0: <laughs> it's like um, oh, I watched and I the series. Oh, I pulled my groin while watching that. Hey, that's actually like, wow, possible. We need to stretch more, sir, before watching this exercise anime.
2: Gotta be in shape, man. You gotta be in shape. Gotta, gotta go the distance. Gonna get swollen that left arm. <laughs> Gonna be like that guy and lady in the water.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, let's move on to some more serious news. How about some some serious business? So so next up in media news, this is this one's actually kind of gaming news too, which it should be. I don't know what section to bring it in, but it's about one of the new anime shows this this season, and it's really good. Uh, new game that like yes. it, it's a great anime. Uh, but they're dev- actually developing a game. Based off of the game that they're making in the show. So, New Game is about a, a, an anime about a game studio. It's not to the depth of a show like Shirabaka, which is amazing. Everybody should watch it. But um, it's it's more of like a moe blob. But they're actually legitimately making a game in the show. And now Japan is producing the game that they're making, which is Fear- Fairies 3. Which, I, I don't know whether or not it's going to be the third game in the series or they're just going to make it the first one. But... It seems to me like they're actually making assets in Maya, and they're legitimately putting putting out the Fairies game that they're making in the show, which I think is awesome.
0: that's like a that's a great PR stunt, if you ask me. Because when I when I was reading the story, it looked like it was gonna be like one of those games within a game sort of thing. Like you take it takes place within the world of New Game, but then you can also jump into the actual game that they're creating. Really? So okay, so you're
1: so you're gonna be able to play both sides of the world, mm-hmm. then interesting. See,
3: that sounds way less interesting to me. I'd rather just play the game they made. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's
1: me. Because, well, no, I, I agree with you, Jared. Because the the reason is is, say you're say you're playing the game, and then you're you come across one of the NPC characters in the game, which is, like, the, the main character that it focuses on. It's, like, her first job, and she's just joining the studio, and she's making NPC characters. And so, like, you say you're playing the game, and you come across the NPC character, and you're like, oh, wow, I actually watched them make that character on the show. But when, yeah. but when you have the other side of the world in the game, it's like, oh, well, I just watched that character make it. It's It's, like, completely attached, you know? Uh, yeah. So it, it seems like
0: it's it's a little less exciting. I don't know. We'll have to see how it's going to turn out because it comes out in January, I believe. It's pretty
3: close. Okay, so it's not too long to wait then. You know, the one thing you don't want in a game is to be taken out of the game. And it's very hard to do the enjoying the game and then go out of that game world kind of thing. I think the one series that's done it decently well is Assassin's Creed. But for the most part, I don't... Like... Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the dot .hack games, because I don't like feeling like I'm playing people playing an MMO. I just want to play that MMO.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a good See, point. I'm kind of going to disagree with you on the Assassin's Creed aspect, because I hate the parts of Assassin's Creed where you're in the present day stuff. I only like the parts where you're in the past. Whenever it goes into the present day for me, it like slows down the game completely. Oh,
3: no. I didn't say it was a good thing. I, I, oh, okay. I don't like those sections either. I'm saying that it it feels more seamless than, you know, a game where it's like, okay, hang out and do some visual novel stuff with the characters from the anime. Now go play the game. That would just be a little more weird for me than just playing the game.
1: That's a good point.
2: It's a little too weird, in my opinion, to see that when it's a dual layer game or they try to do too much in a game. Uh, and they don't focus. It, it's like if they add more things, like No Man's Sky. They add, add tons and tons and tons of things and tons of planets. But, all right, well, is their story, how's it going to progress? Uh, are you focusing too much on creating things for it and not focusing on the actual, um, I guess, experience? More or less, as you as the character, instead of saying, we have tons of stuff. That's a little blown out proportion kind of idea. But if they focus on trying to do two things at once, trying to create the real world, the uh, animus or whatever it is inside the actual world, uh, you know, just like Evan says, you get taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, next up in media news though, uh, how about this? Uh, Evan, you tagged me in this post on uh, Facebook about Willem Dafoe joining the cast of the live-action Hollywood Death Note movie, and he's going to be playing Ryuk. It's going to be so amazing. Yeah, because he I, looks
2: just like him.
1: Talk about perfect casting! <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like, I was psyched when I heard that.
3: The, the only thing that honestly could have been better is Gary Busey.
2: Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, they still need someone to play Rem. Gary <laughs> Busey is Rem.
1: I, I see Gary Busey is Rem. <laughs>
2: That would be insane. Yeah, no, it's uh, a Hollywood movie, but it's made for Netflix, so it's gonna be coming. So, sorry, Stranger Things, you might be dethroned. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, possible. Hey, has there been any other casting choices for that movie that we've heard of in I don't know, like five years?
2: Zach Efron.
1: Is oh, it, it really is still Zach Efron? Oh no, no it's like I'm Zac just Efron. bullshitting
2: you. Okay, okay, <laughs> I was just
1: see that's what I was asking because that's the last thing I heard about it was that Zach Efron. Oh was wait a minute,
2: fight. actually, there is an actor that uh, do believe I heard news, I read something, where they did choose Light y- uh, Yagami. Uh, Gary
0: Busey? Um,
2: Nat not, Wolf? No, no they <laughs> chose the actor for Light Yagami, and he's like um, maybe around 17 or 18 year old kid. I don't know what other movies he's been in, but I do remember I can picture his face in well, my um, mind. I,
0: I have him right here. His name's Nat Wolf. He was originally part of the Naked Brothers band on Nickelodeon.
2: You're oh, kidding. great. Boy, can't Yay. wait.
0: Can't wait. Wow. Talk
2: we about breaking know. out of
0: childhood stardom.
2: <laughs> we, yeah, we all know how well those Nickelodeon stars do on uh, regular movies. <laughs> Red yeah. Red Dawn.
0: Well, he was also Isaac in The
1: Fault in Our Stars. Oh, I, lo- I, I love that, that movie. Better? Did you just make a Red Dawn reference to Josh Peck? Yep. <laughs> that movie <laughs> was terrible. I, I, I can't believe that for casting choices, they're like, oh, Chris Hemsworth is in this movie. But no, Why we're going to pick Josh, Josh Peck to be the football star.
2: And also uh, Tom Cruise's son. So it's Tom Cruise's son, Josh Peck, and Thor in Red Dawn. They're going to save us all.
1: Got to save my girlfriend. Oh, that ruined everything. That was in the movie. Spoilers, by the way. I don't care. Screw you. Uh <laughs> So, so going on, keep going with uh, these these movies. This one's not Hollywood, uh, but we actually got this piece of news from our Wicked fan, Mike, uh, that there was a newly announced CG movie in the style of like a Square Enix film. It, it looks like one of the Resident Evil movies too, or not li- like one of the CG Resident Evil movies that I don't know if there's ever been a good one. <laughs> and then like uh, Final Fantasy Advent Children, but they're making one for Gantz. And it's called Gantz. That one actually looks good. It looks great. I actually saw
2: a couple of clips of it.
1: How is this the 1st time hearing of that?
2: I don't know. You call yourself an anime fan? <laughs> Pshaw.
1: <laughs> okay, hang on. In all fairness, Gantz really sucks. And I can say that because I read all 325 chapters of it. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry.
3: Um, it, it was one of those series where I used to do a uh, horror and, you know, gore type uh, manga panel. Yeah. And I always talked about how great Gantz was. To a certain point... And then I had to stop, I had to take it out of my panel, because it got so dumb and so bad. Didn't it? And I was like, I can't promote this to anyone. I stopped reading. I feel so sorry
1: that you actually finished it. Yeah, I, I well, I had to. I was. Let's just... listen to everything that this big,
0: giant, black ball has to well, say. no, hey, that's haven't... the good part of it.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, once they get a, once they get away from that, and then it involves the alien race that is like a whole bunch of giants that take over the world, and they start abducting all the human race, and like suddenly everybody can start seeing the aliens, and these giant like twenty story tall aliens that are also wearing the black suits are fighting the Gantz people, and then suddenly the Gantz people become heroes, and then uh, oh yeah, and there's everybody's naked at the end, like everybody <laughs> is naked. So if you like nudity a Down lot. You know, D- read it. Down. Um, but but like, oh, it just got so convoluted at the end. Like a hundred chapters to fight one monster is like a lot for any- anybody <laughs> yes. who. Yeah, uh, I, which actually I want to bring up because I feel like this movie takes place during like the movie itself. If you watch the trailer, is the arc where they're fighting the one hundred point value monster, and and it's like that. that yeah. And it's like that span of episodes where it's a hundred points because the main character is not, is not K. It's yeah. the, the dude with long hair. I forget his name. Cause it's been like years since I've read the series.
0: Yeah. Who's um, played by Daisuke Ono in the film. By Yeah. The way.
1: Yeah. I, I actually
0: think though that it looks
1: cool. Like if it's just a movie, like an hour and a half, I will absolutely tolerate it because it, yeah. It is going to be a gore fest. Like yes. So I'll I'll put the trailer into the description to this episode if y'all want to watch. Uh, check it out. If you've never read Gantz, don't even bother. Who cares? Just
2: yeah. Like even
1: even the anime was terrible. Like when they took the the turn that didn't happen in the in the manga and like they, they made up the ending with the the weird crazy guys who were terrorists and whatever. Oh, it was it was bad. I Just, should, yeah. I,
3: I showed my friends Gantz abridged. And it stops at a certain point. It's like, all right, now it's time for the story arc where I do this, this, and this. Um, actually, the next set of episodes is filler. What? And it's just, <laughs> that's where it ends. It's like the end of the Uprimed series. You giving I'm a- <laughs> up
2: on Gantz is like me. I was, you know, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, I was a huge Naruto fan.
1: You gave up yeah. on Naruto?
2: I did. Yeah, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of the biggest Naruto fans. And, you know, I'm like, enough is enough. I'm like, Masashi Kishimoto, or Studio Pierrot. i am like, go fuck yourself. Seriously, let's end the goddamn anime. Stop with the fillers. I don't know why. It's like, I actually thought that they were going to create a separate anime series for Itachi. But I'm like, you have, really? You created a fake poster, like our new poster. I'm like, oh, can't wait. And all of a sudden, no, that's just a slide for the fillers that we have in here. Because we want to drag it out as soon as possible. It's like... Don't drag it out. Create more content. Be like One Piece. That's why One Piece is number one and you're number two. It's like, for crying out loud, I'm like, (laughs) I'm waiting for it. It's fucked up. The the game came out at the start of the year, and you already get to see the ending of the the anime. And the anime hasn't even ended. The anime was slated to end last (laughs) year. Okay, that's just tragic. <laughs> uh, I, I gave up. It, they're just gonna drag it out for years, dude. It's gonna be like the Simpsons. Yeah. It's it's gonna be
0: like the Simpsons. It's it's never gonna go away. The girl he... that
2: I dated, I just you know, you're never gonna change. Goodbye.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I gave up on Naruto, and I even gave up at Bleach at specific yep. points, oh. which a lot of people did give up at those specific points. And I I stopped watching the anime a long long time ago for both those series. I gave <laughs> up on the manga after I gave up on the anime.
0: You know when I gave up on Bleach was when they were trying to save Rukia in like the that during I think the second season. Oh wow! From wow, that's early. I gave up on that because it just yeah. dragged. It yeah. totally five did. Years and I ago. was like, this is not what the, I'm like. I'm sorry. This show, this is not what I signed up for when I started watching this show. I'm done. Yeah. This is boring the crap out I, of me. I
1: made it at least to the bounce, and then the bounce was enough for me.
0: I'm wondering how long I'm going to last with Hunter x Hunter. There's going to be a part, there's going to be a point where I'm going to be watching Hunter x Hunter, where I'm just going to give I up. It, I know it's going to happen. I thought it was over. I thought it ended. Well, well, it ended in Japan, but I'm watching it on Adult yeah. Swim right now. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Well, at
2: least it's not going to pull a Dura Dura and come out with Season 2, and it's just Season 1 all over again, told differently.
1: You mean Durara?
2: ra yeah. Yeah, the ra it, it, really It looks oh, like I, I, tried, I tried watching season 2. I was so excited. And they just start telling the story all over again. I'm like, well, huh? I love that anime. And at that time when I was watching Cycle Pass and uh, Dora Dora. And I love those shows. And I'm like, you know, it's just time to move on. It's like I like short-lived series, yeah. like uh, Erased. Erased, my, in my mind race is the number one anime I have ever watched because it didn't drag on forever. It told a specific story from start to end, and it was magnificent.
1: Oh, yeah. You'll be hearing a lot more about that yes. show uh, at the end of the year when we do our annual wikis. Probably. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, lastly, I have one more media piece, and then we can move on to uh, some gaming and strange news. Uh, so, so, for media, to end it off, you you guys have obviously heard about the TV adaption, American TV adaption, live-action Sword Art Online, yeah?
2: Mm, no. Mm, yeah. Why? Yes. TV?
1: Yeah, live-action TV C- adaption.
2: It's CW probably,
1: right?
0: Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Only on the CW Sword Art Online.
1: <laughs> there is a glimmer of hope, and-, and I asked the people, our fans on Facebook, what they thought about it. And there were some people said that, like, it was pretty mixed. They were like, it could be 50-50. You know, it could either be ruined uh, completely or it could be okay. There is a chance that it could be okay. Because statistically speaking, the anime was good. Like, the anime was really good. It was a lot of fun to watch, especially the first season. Season
2: one is great, yeah. Season one is great. But the thing is, you have to think about it in terms of... Because when we first saw it, or when I first saw it, I'm like, holy shit, this is like what we're building right now with VR. And I, I wanted to be so much a part of that. I want that. And then all of a sudden, everything crashes and they get stuck there. And it's like, oh, crap. I'm I'm happy that they're making a live action one, but man, it's just how long can it last for? Yeah, they should just it, how long can you drag it up? It, it should just what be you a long do with the show. Just just focus on the first season. Do not go to the fairies. Do not go to the guns because it's called Sword Art Online. They're I, only uh, selling it based on the people know the franchise, they know the character.
0: Now, if it was Gun Sword <laughs> Art yes. Online, maybe that would be uh, much different. Gun
1: yeah, then it would be <laughs> then it would be Final Fantasy Eight. And we don't, yeah. we don't want <laughs> that.
0: Yep. Yep. Well the thing is for me, I mean it's cool that they're adapting a show like Sword Art Online, but honestly, I feel like they pull they picked the wrong anime, specifically one that's gonna take a lot of liberties, they're gonna be changing a lot of things, specifically like characters and such, are gonna Americanize a lot of things. In all honesty, they should have chosen an anime property where they really wouldn't have to do that. In fact, I don't think they would have to do that. At all like the characters already like, already have like English like names and everything, and and on all in all honesty, I feel like instead of Sword Art Online, they should have went with something like "Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon?" Because I feel like that's a show that would be better suited for an American adaptation or at least an English language adaptation. Oh yeah, Yeah, I I don't know
1: if the numbers were the same for for Don Machi as it was for Sao. Yeah uh, and because I mean Sword Art Online literally exploded and it, it, if I I would say that if if they wanted to do anything it would be attack on titan because people were comparing attack on titan to the epicness of Game of Thrones at the time and then they were also saying that you know well first off there's a lot of western characters in the show at which German they made characters a, yeah yeah, and which they they made a Japanese version of it, which everybody in the show was Japanese, and they messed everything up there. Which it was their it was their own country's property, and they messed it up in the live action versions. Like Mikasa and Eren were dating at the in the first movie when it started. It doesn't make any sense. Weird. No, uh, and like you know, that we're getting we're getting the game in America, like the the uh, PS4 Xbox game in America, which is far beyond anything we've ever seen before. You know, hmm. um, is it so, any good? Uh, so, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I've seen people playing it. I haven't played it myself yet, but, uh... Um, Hamster Man 2049 from Electric Sisterhood can vouch that the game looks fantastic. It does look good,
1: and I've seen a lot of the, you know, character trailers and gameplay. Uh... And he played it, too.
0: And he's played it, too. I would...
1: Let yeah, me. I would say that if you like the the style of Koei Tecmo games, like the ones that are, like, Fist of the North Star or, or uh... Um, Dynasty Warriors more specifically. The Musou games, yeah. Yeah, then... um, Yeah, Musou games, there you go. Then um, you're, you're gonna like this one.
2: So, thumbs up Sword Art Online. Big thumbs down to its copy, Log Horizon, right?
1: I don't know. I've heard things about Log Horizon that is
3: really good, and not to mention it was first. But getting back to the subject of an American adaptation of Sword Art Online... Here's the thing: You could completely deviate from the anime completely. Keep yeah. the game. Come up with completely new people playing the game. Give them new problems to deal with. Perfect. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm a scriptwriter. Sold. I I that's how I would approach it. Because look, whatever I do, this hypothetically, I'm the writer of the show. Whatever I do, people are going to compare it to the original. So if I try to retell the original, people are like, "Well, I could just watch the anime." Da 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 da.
2: Yeah. Oh, this a character's new, Americanized and he's no story. longer
3: Japanese and this and that. But if I just make a new world, a new story, but it's at games, you see the design of the armor, the design of the weapons, you know that. And you go, oh, I know what all this stuff looks like. We reference towns and items and creatures, but it's a whole new story, a whole new characters. You yeah, can no longer crap on me for whitewashing the entire show. Yeah, that or, actually or what sounds, that's that's a actually sounds like a
1: very simple thing to do, too. You know, like, it's, it's, that wouldn't be a hard task. But speaking of, of the writer... Uh, I do have info on who's writing it. Her name is uh, Leta Kallagridis. Oh, man, that's I, like a really Greek name. Um, Lata, <laughs> <All right>. Yeah, <laughs> I totally Lata support Caligridis. this writer. Uh, she's she's the script writer of the show, and uh, she has penned drafts of James Cameron's Battle Angel Alita movie and uh, hmm. also the Ghost in the Shell film. So she's hmm. done that. She's done those so far. She has those under her belt. And she's saying that um, she was. Oh, she's. She was also uh, a scriptwriter for the Avatar films and uh, Terminator Genesis. Now, never mind. Uh... Never mind. I, I take my my vote of confidence Hold back. I'm sorry. <laughs> we haven't seen uh, Ghost in the Shell yet, and let alone we haven't seen Battle Angel Alita. But I've also heard that Terminator Genesis is really good. Like yes, honestly,
3: I, yes, I've heard that it ge- is. I've seen it. It's a. Uh, it's a movie. You got to accept
2: it. You got to accept, cool. <laughs> accept it as. This, don't take it seriously. This is a, it's a, it's so bad it's good or even good. you got to understand, it's never going to be Terminator 2. you got to think about it it's like Crank 2, or well, it's here- a retelling more or less, <laughs> and it's cool well, here's to watch. The
3: Terminator
0: about- is on social
3: security. Here's the thing about Terminator Genesis. If I want to sit down and watch a Terminator that's so bad it's good, I'll watch Salvation, thank you very much. Oh, yeah, oh, you're right, you're no, right. No that's, no, no.
2: no, that's a really bad movie, but I actually enjoyed Genesis because I felt that they created kind of like an alternate timeline where there's so many cool things that you could think about it. Maybe it could have been bad, uh, acted better. Maybe there are certain elements of the story could be better, but the concept itself is awesome. Yes, like I like the
0: concept the of the robot arthritis.
3: But the thing about that concept is that it was done better in the Sarah Connor Chronicles.
2: Yeah, there we go.
3: I love that show, and yeah, it no also one, stars the uh, Game of Thrones character.
2: Yes, yeah, it's I, Cersei. I Cersei is Sarah, Con- uh, Sarah Connor, and Khaleesi is. But the thing is, it, it, they time travel, but you're still uh, experiencing Sarah like the Terminator meeting Sarah Connor. Uh, when she's a mom, and this is a female Terminator from Serenity, but the fact that a whole Terminator Genesis spoiler, the Terminator goes back because a Terminator goes back Earlier to Sarah Connor when she was a girl in the Terminator 800 goes and saves her as a child and then trains her from a child all the way to – so she's an even bigger badass than Linda Hamilton. And the fact that he stays there, she goes into the future. She meets up with him when he's an old robot and then they fight against people and John Connor is a uh, bad uh, Terminator. That's badass. Just saying you know, I, it is badass. That's what killed the
3: movie for me, was the John Connor reveal. That oh,
2: boo-hoo. Things, <laughs> things will never be the same.
3: Doesn't no. matter. they not doing the sequels I, I think anyways.
0: But no, no, what ruined it is the fact that they ruined it in the trailer.
3: I did enjoy Genesis to an extent, so I'm not, gonna, I'm not hating on the movie. I didn't like that one reveal, but I enjoyed it for what it was and what they were trying to do. I liked yeah. it in concept, but the things that were most interesting to me were the things I didn't show. What was Arnold doing for that, like, 20 years when he sent yeah. them into the future... Um, That would have been interesting to see. And Arnold with like baby Sarah Connor would have been really awesome to see as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was most interested in they didn't show me. I liked Kyle meeting young Kyle. I thought that was a cool little moment and things like that. I mean, there's things I really did like in that movie. There's a lot of things I didn't like in that movie. And for me, it's very mixed. And that's why for me, if I'm going to go and watch one for cheesiness sake, I'll watch Salvation because at least God, so many jokes out of Salvation.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> pretty or, bad. Or even if
3: I'm if I have enough booze, T three. I'll watch the Terminator three. Oh. If I have just enough alcohol, I can I, no, I, I liked T three.
1: I liked T 3. Shame oh. on you, sir. Oh. Shame on you. No. No, shame on no, you. That no, that, no was that was bad. That was bad. T three
2: seven of nine. Seven of nine is a Terminator that has even more stuff than T one thousand. That's yep. awful. And the fact that she's rolling around killing the scientists at her and the fact that John Connor is like a druggie and he's hopped up on like ketamine and uh, it ends that way. The, well, that John Connor
0: seen some crazy shit beforehand. Yeah, so... I'm fine with John Connor being a drug addict, actually. Yeah, and also, actually. the guy that, playing that John Connor
2: is a piece of shit, so that's my opinion. But hey, let's lift our spirits up and talk about the live-action Pokemon movie. Say what? Live-action Pokemon movie starring Detective Pikachu. Not I... Ash, Detective Pikachu.
1: You're not talking about the porn parody of Pokemon Go? I'm not. No, <laughs> no! Not.
2: Hollywood is actually... <laughs> Due to the overwhelming the, uh, popularity of Pokemon Go, they are making a Pokemon live-action movie. It's, it's hysterical how they're going to call it live-action. A Pokemon movie starring Detective Pikachu, who only can say Pika Pika, but he's going to be in CG, but it's called live-action.
1: Hashtag Danny DeVito for Pikachu.
2: <laughs> Hashtag uh, Hollywood so yellow. <laughs> get it because yeah yellow. i guess we could choose yellow yeah. da, da, da. calm down alright i love you <laughs> <laughs> there's no
1: political correctness on the show anyways uh where we were before was sword art online and uh the scriptwriter, very influenced by sword art online in all of her writing so uh i don't know what when she takes on the actual property that influenced all of her work we'll see how it goes I just
3: want one last final point on that one It's a TV series, so there's a lot more room to flesh stuff out, and that might be a huge bonus in her ability to tell a story.
1: Indeed. So, uh, real quick in gaming news, I I wanted to highlight the awesomeness that is the re-release of the rather large flash drives that are Nintendo and Sega original systems that have, like, 60 classic games on them. I I really want to get
0: these. I don't know about about Um, you guys. I want to get the Nintendo ones, but I've seen the, the Sega ones that have been out for a while. And from our buddy, the DCD, from in in the gaming journalism realm, he says the Sega ones are really shitty. You're better off actually just buying a, a refurbished Sega Genesis and a few games with it than well, getting I that. St- I still have mine. I still have
1: my Sega Genesis, and it still works. I do too. Uh, the, the reason why, see, for me personally, the reason why I like him so much is because I have a five-year-old brother, and I want to introduce him to that stuff, and I, I can't really get, you know, my, mine's, mine is dying, so I can't really get it working all the time. So I figured that if I got one of these ones, you know, there would be some really good classic games that I could get him to, to play, and he could see where I started playing when I was like three years old. I can old.
2: make you one. I can make you one right now. I can make your own uh, like a Genesis emulator right now with the equipment I have.
1: Oh, I I mean like I have an emulator, but I mean like the controller is is probably better for my brother's five year old fingers, and like the keyboard is confusing because there's like.
2: Oh no no no! I have <laughs> I have USB USB. I have a USB Super Nintendo controller, so I could just hook that so up. So do right I?
3: Again? Actually, I wonder if we have the same
2: controller. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's a good alternative for now. So maybe get one of those emulators and then save up for a real one.
1: Yeah. I... I mean, like, the price tag is really good. I think it's, like, 40 bucks, Like, 40 to 60 bucks for, for each one. And for 60 games, not really a bad bad deal. If, if it Especially
3: handles... considering what those games cost back in the day. Yeah, right. <laughs> or yeah. even yeah. Now. Six, oh, yeah. or now. 60 people, bucks a pop. People are complaining
2: about game prices right now, and they don't understand that, like, when Super Nintendo came out and everything, they were way more than $60.
0: Yeah, I remember buying Earthworm Jim 2 for $75 on the Sega Genesis. Great
2: game. That is a great game.
0: It is a
1: great game. I actually have both of my Earthworm Jim copies right next to my bed because I I love that series so much, and uh, I still have the box and booklet for both of them. Nice. Nice. (laughs) That's it for gaming news. I have one strange news story that has broken my heart, and Evan, uh, once again, it's one that you sent me. And yep. do you
0: know what it is? Do you, do you know what it, what it is? It involves one of our favorite cross-dressing wrestling singers, I take it. Yes, it does. Lady Beard has left Lady
2: Baby,
1: leaving the two G- J-pop idols as just a duo. Which means that I would say the band is no more.
2: Honestly. They should, they should just yeah. dress in goth. That works. I heard that works. and makes people popular. Hey, by the way,
1: <laughs> um, screw you, John Riley, because uh, uh, baby metal <laughs> is life. Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're entitled to your own opinion. So yes not. I am, and it's right. Yes, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, they also they also need to make sure that their agents pay uh, very famous heavy metal recording artists to pose with their little flag. That also helps too.
1: Damn straight it does.
2: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, Rob, fuck Rob Zombie.
1: No, I, I only consider us friends.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you guys can tell but all the things I'm saying are jokes don't take anything I say seriously, seriously. Yeah. I wear a mask uh, for God's sake <laughs> 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 yeah
1: uh, okay so that, that's all I really had for strange news because I mean man that's, that's, that's ridiculous he, that guy was so famous like, did, yep. did any article say what he's doing now well he's just still doing the lady beard stuff but solo really so okay so is he still gonna be making music in that case or is he going to just be like a
0: cross-dressing idol? I have no idea but all I know is that Lady Beard is still Lady Beard but I don't know how deep in the music realm that he's going to be or if he's just gonna jump back into the wrestling aspect of stuff
1: That is so weird like I I, I see when I first uh, heard the article I thought that it was just like oh he's just gonna move back to Australia and be a normal
2: guy again you know but yeah, get his dignity back.
1: I don't know, man. He's pretty. He's pretty happy where he is. It seems. Yeah, he is.
2: The money's good. The money's good.
0: It sure is. Mm -hmm. I mean, he actually makes a lot more money with the modeling aspect too. My friend Sawa has run into him a couple times. They're kind of friends and acquaintances. She says that he's a really cool guy, very laid back, always happy to meet fans and such. So there's a chance that he's still going to be doing what he's doing, but just not with Lady Baby. Does I'm he always
2: dress? Happy. Does he always dress like a girl? Whenever we when, see him, when
0: <laughs> when it comes to public events, yes. But odds are, during private, what in the privacy of his own area, he probably just dresses as like a
2: regular dude. Well, as long as he's fashionable, I'm okay with that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Japan's fetish of the week. <laughs> you know what, Evan? I, I, and 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 fans i i think that i i said this was going to be a pretty bare bones episode but i think we need a little flavor into it so i want how how about we take a trip over and and do a little waifu watch okay uh Hmm. uh, every everybody has everybody here seen food wars yes yes has not seen food wars oh man okay right john you you might have to have to sit back on this one a little bit
2: thanks for saying both my names <laughs> <laughs> talk uh
1: what? What other just, one? J- just Jake. Call, just Jake just
2: was just no no. That's a completely different name. That's fine. Just call me John.
1: So okay, so I, I want to do some some waifu watch, and we're gonna we're gonna move over into the realm of food wars because it's one of my most favorite animes uh, that's come out in the past couple years. I, I want to talk about you know the the waifus and husbandos that have emerged from that show. Now, let, starting off, who do you think is the most who, who do you think, out of the consensus of everybody who's a fan of the show, who is best girl? Nikumi. Not your opinion. You, you think it's Nikumi? Yeah, Nikumi. Okay, I, I, so Andrew, that is Andrew's waifu from that show, for sure. It is definitely Nikumi.
0: Then we will uh, fight to the death to see who will claim Nikumi
1: for their own. Oh, you better believe that Andrew will defend his dark-skinned <laughs> girls. See, see I, I, I like, um, I've, I've always been a fan of Megumi. Uh, Megumi has been my favorite. I like the timid girls, and you know the when in the part of the series where her cooking actually finally shone through, and she became kind of a badass herself, kind of pushed it over to the top for me. She's my favorite,
0: <laughs> especially when she goes full-blown JoJo in the second season.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> uh, the fact that she found her own self-confidence in that, so good. Uh, she that actually, I, I found a statue of uh, of Megumi at the last anime Boston I went to. It was one of the only pieces of swag that I bought. And it's funny because it's not like, it's not like the typical anime fashion suggestive pose statue or anything like that. It's just a, it's just, you know, her standing there with a ladle and, and in her chef uniform, nothing suggestive or anime about it at all. Uh, Jared, do you, do you uh, delve in the realm of waifus or husbandos at all? I do, but like, honestly, I haven't watched
3: Food Wars in a while because I moved across the country and i just didn't catch up sadly so i'm not, my brain's going kind of like what was the name of that the bitch of the huge boobs cuz like that would probably be the one i'd go with
1: yeah i well um, the one if if it's the if it's the bikini top that you're talking about then that would be that would be Nikumi. uh but if it's but if i'm it's not going to fight
3: for you guys over over who gets to have her you guys can oh, cuz no but she has lighter skin than that um it's the other one i think but it's been a while since I've watched the show. So my brain is like, I can envision her in my head, but it's like still like foggy. And I'm like, no, I'll, I'll stay out of the waifu war on food. I'll stay out of the waifu food wars. I, I yeah. will say this. Do Loves Me the Ladies. Their designs are great. Plus, you're taking in like sexy food times. Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a cook. So to me, it's just like, Talk yes. about food
1: porn, right? That's, oh, that's what I
3: want the response to be when I make someone food. <laughs> yeah,
1: the the food in Food Wars is my waifu. That's right. Yes. That's, yeah, well, I, I always felt like that the consensus was on Irina, uh the, the uh, god-tongue girl. She, like, I thought that everybody... Yes,
3: I, th- th- you know what, honestly, probably she would be, she might be on my list.
1: I, I never saw anything for her, but it seemed like everybody did, you know, every, everybody did. Not that, for but... me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I know she's a little bit on the basic side, but I, I think she'd be my initial... Until I get back in that series again and I can come up with a proper opinion, I'd probably say her. Calling yeah, all I, the
0: basic bitches. Calling all the basic <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I
3: admitted to
1: it, at least. I See, I I always thought that I liked her cousin better. Uh, mm. Alice, uh, the yeah. white-haired girl. I always liked her better. And I, I thought that she was a good second choice besides uh, Megumi. No, I, th- I actually think
0: she's my second choice, too, for, for Waifu on Food Wars as well. Perhaps Alice is everybody's second favorite, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's a very high
1: possibility. Besides the main cast of girls that are set up for Soma's harem, that is like a, a not a nearly non-existent side story in the show. <laughs> now to go on to the, the the males of the show, I gotta say that Soma is probably one of my most favorite main characters of any show that I've ever seen. Uh, he doesn't take on the the hero aspect of the basic hero's journey character like in the same way that you see Luke from Star Wars follow where he's like I don't know anything at all so everybody needs to explain it to me see Soma knows everything in the show it's just that he doesn't know it from a technical and professional aspect because he's just homegrown family restaurant and and he knows everything but he needs to be told that he knows something and so like he's he's told that he knows something and then he's like oh okay i get it and then he just kills everybody at cooking <laughs> and it's see, I, like, I
3: actually like that trope in anime where it's the guy who doesn't know he knows stuff i mean i'm gonna throw back to this because i was talking about this show earlier today um initial d with takumi takumi's a really great expert driver not because he was trained to be an expert driver, but because his dad just gave him a few rules and forced him to drive all the time. And then they're like, oh, you want to do this? You know how to do this? And he's like, I don't know what those words mean, but if you mean I can drive really fast and beat other cars while trying to go downhill, yes, I can do that.
1: You know? <laughs> that's awesome.
3: And I like that for, for Soma as well, where it's just like, oh, that's what that means? Yeah, I've been doing that for years. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. And, and I like that kind of trope versus mm-hmm. the, um, I'm just really awesome at basketball because trope yeah. or something like that i don't like the i'm awesome at sport because i like Epo being like oh you have the proper build for this you just don't know the the proper technique and then you know th- that first arc of Epo where he's learning technique and stuff like that is great and significantly more interesting than let's just have really long drawn out boxing matches um, <laughs> which kind of I, I look i love boxing but after a while in Epo, i was just like I- i'm good yeah, He's not going right. to fight his rival. I don't care. I'm moving out. I, I have other anime. I could go back to Bamboo Blade if I want to watch something that's fluff and stupid. So I'm just <laughs> going to go to that. Thanks.
1: Bamboo Blade was great. Yeah, bamboo it is.
3: Blade, yeah, I love Bamboo Blade. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, just want to make that clear. Uh, but uh, I, all, as opposed to all the other male characters in the show, as well, um, I, I feel like that everybody in the show is at least somewhat believable, even though they have some like a minor superpower of of sorts. Uh, everything is still based on a, an actual cooking technique, which I, I think makes the show more believable. And that has always been a really good aspect of the show is that you can actually make the things in the show. Like, I know that uh, Evan Panda from Electric Sisterhood tried the uh, the fake, what, what was it, fake pork loaf? Yeah, the fake where pork a, loaf. Where, where it was the uh, mashed potatoes wrapped in bacon. And, like, they made it. You know, they just they just made it because they were like, oh, hey, it was on the show. Let's make it. And they did. And, and you can do that with this show, even though sometimes it's a little fantastical on some of the things that they do.
3: <laughs> you know, at least it's more realistic than Yakitate, Japan.
0: <laughs> Solar hands! By the way,
3: when that came out, my friends were like, oh, your hands are always warm. Is that where you're a good baker? I'm like, yes, it totally starts the chemical reactions in food because my hands being 99 degrees is totally a way to, to ease something into going to an oven that's 350
1: degrees. That is that, utterly That minor difference
3: is, is the huge point there.
1: Utterly magnificent, I, yes. I, I have to say. <laughs> also, when I hold my hands in the air, they glow. So that's also awesome. <laughs> but that was from a, a, a very tragic chemical waste accident back in the day. So we don't really want to talk about that that much. <laughs> Sorry, Jared. Sorry for bringing up bad memories. It's all serious, uh, and
3: I'm visually impaired. It's really, <laughs> I just, I, got, I just got dicked on the powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Damn it! How, how, come Daredevil gets all the cool ones, and I just get magical hands? Daredevil's
1: powers suck if you really look into it, man. He, they yeah. kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it's not cool. I'm just saying that, like, man, he got
2: dealt a really bad hand. <laughs> He's like Batman. I, I agree. He's like Batman. He's actually better than Batman. He's like, okay, He's like a bat. He's like a bat. Now we're fighting. Now Because
3: look, That's he it. already had the, the training and the skills to fight, and he already has the brains, but the radar vision helps a little bit for like, you know, fighting in the dark maybe? But honestly, if he got like super speed or super strength, would have been slightly a better choice than I can see in the dark, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Superman's a it.
2: pussy. He's got way too much power, doesn't even have to try. Batman and Daredevil actually had to work their asses off to be uh, well, at the same level. Superman. Daredevil's powers
3: also allow him to cheat in the courtroom because he can tell when people are lying. That's awesome. And, you know, I, I mean, Phoenix Wright wishes he had that power. Um, but objection, in terms objection of like fighting Ultron, that's kind of useless. <laughs> fighting King the Conqueror is not going to help you much with the lying detection thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fans, please let us know, Food Wars, who is your waifu and who is your husband We would love to know. Now, let's move on to uh, what we're watching. Because I, 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 we've talked about, for the past two episodes, we've talked about everything that we've been watching in the new summer season. There are quite a few shows that we still haven't watched. The one that I'm going to talk about today is uh, this show that's on Crunchyroll. And it was actually suggested to me to by our Wicked fan, Tempsu. And he has, has anybody heard of the show called Thunderbolt Fantasy? This is the puppet is. show. Yes it is. It is what? not an anime. It is a live action puppet uh show with like they're they're it, it, but like you you got to hear me out. It's amazing. Like it's super bloody and super gory, but they're all like these Japanese Edo period style dolls that are that that they they move in such like a gorgeous manner the sword fighting and the the after effects that they use is is like top notch Tokusatsu after effects. It looks so beautiful. The fighting choreography is amazing. The puppeteering is the best I've ever seen. Except for the part in the first episode where like the the girl was trying to run away from the bad guys and she jumped off a cliff and it was literally just somebody throwing a puppet over the side of a, a set, which is hilarious. <laughs> Uh, But like it's super bloody and gory like there are puppets exploding and getting cut in half by swords and getting limbs cut off and just blood splatter everywhere. It's like unlike anything I've ever seen before. There's an episode zero where there's a behind the scenes making of where they're actually showing the people doing the puppeteering and and the practical effects on there. Like they actually use smoke machines and wind machines to blow the leaves across the ground. It's it's gorgeous, uh, Thunderbolt Fantasy. It's free on Crunchyroll. Definitely check it out. Okay,
3: uh, we may have to stop recording because my brain just crashed and I need to hard reboot my own mind because that <laughs> just friggin crashed my brain.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, I know. When when uh, our fan Temsu brought it to my attention, I just opened it up and I, I said, "What? <laughs> like, unlike anything we've ever seen
3: before. I, incredible." Okay, I'll have to actually watch that. I know I yeah. do. I say that a lot for a lot of shows, but this is too weird for me not to see. I I just added it to my queue.
1: Yeah, just even watch the first five because they're full half hour episodes. But like, watch the first five minutes of episode one, not episode zero, but episode one, and you'll be you'll be
0: on board completely. Um, have and have I wasn't on the show last time, so I'm wondering if you guys ever talked about the anime Momo Curry. Uh, yeah, we did. We uh,
1: we talked about that actually. Uh, two weeks ago. No, no, maybe we did talk about it last week. What do you think?
0: You know, Momo Curry was one of those shows that I wasn't exactly 100 percent sure I was going to like, but then I saw that it was directed by the same guy who did a few episodes of Kaleidoska, uh Star, and one of my favorite anime comedies of the last couple, last decade, Gukuleko kuri So I was like, okay, I'll stick on. I'll see if it's going to be getting any better. And what I like about the show is just how adorably stupid both Momo and Kuri are in this series. Yeah,
1: I think the thing that makes the show, though, are the friends around them.
0: Yes, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know we should I, die in a fire or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because I did not like
1: episode one and two. But which were they're they're split up into, into 15 minute segments. Uh, so there's episode one and two is, is all chunked into one video. And then three and four is the second video that was released. I watched yeah. episode three and four and I was convinced that the show was great.
0: Yeah. It's more this. I like the social commentary from the friends because it, <laughs> I, admit, yeah, sometimes I've said that kind of stuff under my breath as well. They, they
1: are not taking the gross PDA. And the yeah. awkwardness of of a brand new relationship of people who literally know nothing about each other, but they're still in love for some reason. And like uh, the the writing is brilliant. The first two episodes were so cliche, and I wasn't sure and tropey, and I wasn't sure if I wasn't was gonna keep watching it. But That's I gave how I it felt till too. Episode, I gave it till episode three and four, and they introduced the side characters, and I was like, "This
0: is a must watch." But yeah, I've I think it's hilarious. Like you said, it's so it's like such a commentary from. You know what? The best way to describe it is how the friends in the show Golden Time should have reacted to uh, Tata and What's-Her-Name.
1: Yeah. I haven't watched it, but I know uh, Andrew would probably agree with you.
0: Yeah, because I know Andrew (laughs) hated that show because of that relationship. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. (laughs) But I like the show more because of how, like, all right, because I know uh, Curry Hara could be like has that little stalkery sort of thing. But Which what, is
1: funny. Which
0: it is funny. It is funny. But I like it when you finally bring the two characters together and you would think that she would just be so full of confidence because she knows everything about Momo because of it. But yet yeah. like as She's... soon as they're together, it's like both brain just went do do. She's more comfortable being a stalker.
1: Yeah. Which which is the hilarious part about it. Like just the fact that you see her you know, peering into the classroom where he's learning when she should be in class herself and she's just like heavy.
2: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass."
3: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
2: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: you breathing, you know, yeah. <laughs> about, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know, and then her friend is walking down the hall and it's just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like, she's so disgusted by her, yet she's still friends with her.
0: Yeah. You know, it's... This is wrong. This is just so wrong. What the hell are you doing?
1: Yeah. just really, really interesting writing. A
0: direction I didn't think it was going to take, but... Yeah. But that's that's one of the main things I'm watching. I'm watching a lot of other things, too, but I figured I'd uh, bring it over to either Jared or um, Taka to see if they were watching anything new.
3: Okay, well, most of the things I'm watching have already completed, so I guess they can't be considered new. And then of course I always watch older stuff, anyways. Like
1: yeah, it, it doesn't have stuff. it doesn't have to be new. Just whatever you're watching.
3: Okay, well I've been going back through some of the Lupin specials because I'm gonna be at Anime California and I gotta talk about uh, history of Lupin the Third. So I'm going through some stuff that got released recently and rewatching it just to get it back in my head, mm-hmm. including series four.
1: I gotta but, be honest, I'm I'm surprised that you ha- just haven't memorized everything about Lupin the Third by now, Jared.
3: There's so much that you I just <laughs> have to. It's one of those things where it's like, do I remember the plot line of this one or that one? Yes. Have I watched it so I could point out jokes or get a clip? Not probably in two or three years. Right. It's just, you can't, there's, it's like James Bond. I am a huge James Bond fan. The last James Bond movie I watched was uh, Diamonds Are Forever, to mock it. Um, and that was like three, four months ago. <laughs> um,
1: my favorite so. Bond was always uh, um, Timothy Dalton. Oh, I always yes. Liked, t- Timothy yeah. Dalton was my favorite James Bond. Yes,
3: License to Kill was on our queue list and um, ended up getting distracted by something. Ha, ha, it's, a, it's a yeah, James Bond so, pun. It's hmm. a joke. It's a pun. So yeah, re- trying to rewatch through series four, trying to come up with an actual like full-on legit review. I think enough time has passed where I could talk about it at the panel without spoiling it for people. Not that you right. can really spoil Lupin Hotline. Uh, spoiler. He stole the object and then lost it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can but... I say?
0: Can I say? I don't know if you agree with me on this, but I feel like series four is like the absolute best. Lupin series, like in my, because uh, I've seen, I've, I've seen series one, I've seen series two, I tried to watch series three and kind of got bored with it, but series it all- four just wowed me from start to finish. I have, I have, issues of series four, and they're like
3: my aesthetic issues of some of the animation's choppy, some of the music isn't that great. I like the idea and the concept. And I like the fact that there's kind of an ongoing plot. That is always awesome in my book, and it's a hell of a lot better than a woman named Fujiko Mine. So there's at least that. Um, I don't know. I have a soft spot for Series 2. I like the shenanigans. It's just, you can't marathon Series 2. It's a little bit easier to marathon Series 4 just because there's like... It's not 150 episodes. That. Yeah, it's not 155 episodes. Uh, So at least there's that. Um, But, I mean, I said, other than my minor aesthetic issues, I actually do really enjoy that show. Outside of that, I got into Joker's Game recently. That's kind of fun. Japanese Spies. I didn't Uh, like it. I mean, Uh, I... I I I, I, liked mean, it I, at first. I like history stuff, so I, I kind of dig the history aspect. But I'm also not yeah. that far into it, so unless it turns yeah. to crap at the halfway point or something. You know.
1: uh, well, that's the thing about the series. I liked it. How far exactly are you? Uh, like three, four episodes. Okay. Um, so if, as from what I, I can tell, the only real truth, like meat of the story is the first two episodes. And then every consistent episode after that is just, oh, one of the spies does an adventure.
3: Uh, so and... it's going to be more of the same after the point I'm watching?
1: Yes. Pretty much. And, okay. that's, and that was my problem with the series altogether. It's like, why should I even care about who I'm watching? Every single one of these characters does not differ from one another. It's like I'll agree with that. Big, I mean, like, you can't even tell what spy you're watching. One, in the first two episodes, you don't even know who they are. You might, yes. as, well just, you might as well just number them. One, two, three, four, five, six, you know? And then, and then when they're on their adventure, you're like, I don't even remember what spy this is. Like, it well, could just be some guy. It, it, the thing with me is that I remember them by haircut, which is
3: probably not <laughs> that good of an option.
1: Yeah, no, right. Or, but, and that's the other thing, too. It's like they're not color-coordinated by their suit, so I can't no. say this one was wearing the red suit in the first episode. You know? Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yes, I, I'll agree with you on those aspects. When I watch more, I can give a more
3: thorough review. Um, I've seen a little bit of the uh, Weekly Girls uh, show. Oh, Monthly um, Girls Nozaki-kun? That one, yes. Uh, which is fun because those who know me know I have two modes. Really intense passion... And, like, super aloof. <laughs> and when I'm super aloof, I'm very much like Nozaki, and it's creepy to me, and so it's hard to go through that series because I'm like, oh, that's like me being a writer and not knowing what I'm saying to people because I'm asking inappropriate questions that my writer brain does not realize are totally inappropriate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, and that was the, one of the things that I loved about that show so much is that everything that everybody says, like, the, the, well, you can tell that there was a joke because somebody is completely disgusted. Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, and then of course JoJo. I've been. I, I love series four. It it does get very fillery, and it does in the manga as well. So it's just the the, I, the burden of that series is that it's very fillery. The characters dick around a lot, but I really do like the characters in series four. I
1: yeah. I am. I, I am like five episodes behind on JoJo right now. But that's all, partially because I'm I'm trying to watch everything in the new season, but also because I think that series should have been thirteen episodes, and that's it.
3: I could agree with that. Um, mm-hmm. th- that was the thing, is when Series 3 came out and everyone was excited of every episode and was following it really closely to the manga, I was like, oh, God, Series 4 is going to lose so many people because a lot of it is like, hey, let's go to this like Italian restaurant. OMG, I guys. Like I heard about some weird guy down the street who has some sort of strange power. Let's go visit this manga con. That, that sounds like fun. You know, it's just yeah. like or we could hunt after the killer to, to yeah. maybe look for the killer
1: no it should have okay. it should have ended when they beat chili pepper because that like i thought that the chili pepper episode was or the two episodes that it was was yeah. awesome like that yes. was great and then like they could have ended it like spoilers minor spoilers joseph joestar shows up and you know he and his son uh you know get together and then like that would have been happy ending yeah, but then you know, there's there's stuff like invisible baby that we have to deal with that
3: goes nowhere. By the way, that <laughs> yeah, goes absolutely nowhere. Invisible baby goes nowhere. Oh, um, that was
1: awful. It was awful. And you don't have to. You don't have to slit open your wrist in order to make blood. Yeah. Yes, there are much easier ways. I watched the movie. Uh, there's tons
3: of movies that can show you other ways of uh, getting your blood drawn. Um, and you know, it's it's you know, the the main villain or when he finally shows up, uh, Kira is. A pretty interesting character and I like his story in the manga and but again a lot of his stuff is really grotesque so at least it's a, that's the bonus of his weird fetishes and cutting off hands and stuff like that but then there's gonna be like the highway highway star episode you know like season two of it or whatever which just goes on and it really served it's no reason for it to be going on so long and the, the radio the guy who's hiding in the radio tower when that story happens So I'm like, this is going to lose so many people because you go from like, hey, guys, let's travel around the world beating people up and kick the crap out of this vampire that put like a weird, you know, kind of semi curse thing on my mom. You know, okay, that's something you can get behind. Series five. Hey, uh, let's go rescue this. uh, Let's go rescue the mob boss's daughter. Oh, God, we were betrayed. It's time to kick a lot of mobster ass. Okay, cool series six i got wrongfully imprisoned let me kick the crap out of everyone in this prison escape and then have a really stupid ending that will piss off a lot of
1: people (laughs) no spoilers i'm gonna i want to see it
3: (laughs) yeah um and then series seven is you know awesome and i'm not gonna spoil that one because god knows if we'll ever even get that animated but (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's because it's so many years down the road it's just like oh it's 2025 finally we have got series seven you know (laughs) (laughs) but i'm like series four man this is gonna make or break the show because if you can get through series four it's a lot of like non-stop action in five and six but four is a lot of characterization and dicking around but it's one of those things where i'm like god there's gonna be so many people who all they want to do is see you know josuke run and punch someone in the face they're gonna want to see stuff like the chili peppers fight like fighting the brothers in the mansion uh early on you know stuff like that is what people want to see a majority of this, there's an arc where Josuke meets someone whose power is to transform into random objects, and he has the guy transform into dice so he can cheat at playing di- at playing craps against um, uh, the manga guy. Now, and that is the whole. It is like ten chapters of him trying to cheat at dice with this other character to make money. You huh. know, it's like what? Don't we have a killer we're supposed to stop? What? What is wrong with you? In Araki's defense, he had a point to doing this series, which was kind of making fun of shonen tropes. Yeah. Um, not only because his last series was very shonen trope but then he's like, okay, well, let's have super drawn-out episodes. But instead of them being about Goku powering up, they're about, let's play dice with no stakes. <laughs> it's some jackass who can put locks on people. You know, Interesting. It, it's yeah. all these things that are like, you know, making fun. Let's, let's take the trope. Of, oh, here's this villain who's so super powerful, but really his power is really stupid. Cough cough. <laughs> three in series we talked about earlier in this episode, Cough cough. You guys got to go into series five. I know it's going to be a drag. I know people are going to complain about it. But as soon as we can get the boy band together in series five, people are going to be totally behind the series again. Going Wait. like, yes, let's watch these like super boy band looking dudes use their really weird powers and beat the crap out of mobsters. You know, you get the whole Hitman Reborn crowd jumping in on this. It'll be great yeah god does
2: anyone even remember that series i do god (laughs) (laughs) series sucked
1: (laughs) john what are you watching
2: mob psycho 100 oh dude so good right so good yeah they have um a different writer from one punch man i think one punch man is great and the fact that right now i think that they're working on producing second season but nice short and sweet 12 boom and then we take a break uh, it's never an ongoing thing like a lot of animes that I've seen. And also the fact that 1 being a... Uh, a they, they both derived from web comics, 1 Punch Man and Mob Psycho 100. And the fact that Shonen was able to serialize them into a uh, really beautiful looking manga for Shonen Jump. Um, but the writer for Mob Psycho 100 is uh, Hiroshi Seko who uh, was the writer for Kill a Kill and a bunch of other very popular animes. but I like it more more in fact because uh, <clears throat> excuse me from the color that they actually use, um, I think that their intro is, is bizarre and crazy and awesome and the way they do the anime uh, in regards to the animation style, the colors, I mentioned the colors again. but especially when he's using a superpower and it almost comes out like more or less like a rainbow, is really great, but I feel that um, Mob um, more or less person- he's, I would have to say that he's one without uh, with superpowers, because you can definitely tell from the way the character is, is designed is both One Punch Man or Sideman and Mob are very much like the author himself. One, because he's very secluded, It's never shown his face, you don't know his name for the sheer fact that he's very um, private, but he was in he very embarrassed with his art, and nobody liked it until somebody from Shonen Jump, I believe, a very famous artist who was a fan of him, was able to help um, make this come to light. He's very quiet, and I think that a very quiet kid who has superpowers is what a lot of small people uh, see themselves like. If I only had superpowers, what would my life be? So
1: I did, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> very <laughs>
2: enjoyable.
0: I love its animation style because it's not like anything else that's currently airing in Japan right now. Yes, it doesn't yeah. have to I'm, be
2: crazy. It doesn't. It's not even One Punch Man when he gets angry and all of a sudden the super really detailed art comes out. It's just, it's just silly. It looks yeah, really good.
0: I, I like to compare it to the animation style from DD Fist to the North Star, the, the parody version that was out huh, last season. Okay, then, I gotta yeah.
2: I gotta check that out because I hate I hate Initial D's animation. I Agreed. hate Fist you of did. North Star's animation. I feel that it's just disagree. so tacky and 80s. And uh, by the way, I hate... That's ha- where it's from. I hate <laughs> the yeah, 80s.
3: You can't, you can't rip on Fist of North Star for looking No, no, at no 80s, but at it's least from it's the from 80s. the
2: 80s, unlike yeah. Strange Things, which is a horrible show.
3: Um, oh, how dare you, sir.
2: <laughs> but no, but the thing is, it's, it's a period timepiece. You can watch, you can go back to it if you want and everything. No one's really doing that art right now as we speak. Because Mm -hmm. people have moved on to more detailed, different styles. They're trying to fresh it out and uh, become, I don't know, uh, more unique. That's the reason why we have Mob Psycho 100. That's why we have more detailed, really, you know, emotional kind of uh, art that you would see in a race. And then you have other stuff like you still have. It's so funny that I can't dig on that anime style for Fist of the North Star, Initial D, but I still love the animation style of Dragon Ball. I hate you put
3: both of those in the same category. When animated, they look very different. Initial <sighs> D has that crappy CG, the char- the original mangaka can't draw people, just no, at all. And, the, and it the, it the girls look like character-
0: dudes in the show.
3: No, everyone yeah. looks horrible in that show. Yeah, yeah, everyone uh, looks the, horrible. The manga, looks, like, the manga is super detailed cars, everything else looks terrible. Um, he's one of those guys. If you go, I love Area eighty eight, but the manga is terrible because the guy can't draw people. He could draw airplanes and tanks and anything more, super detailed. All the characters look like horrible cartoon sketches, yeah. and then you watch the anime and they fix those character designs. That's which what is they why did with I one like punch Man. for Area eighty eight so much.
2: Because if you see the original webcomic of One Punch Man and Mob Psycho, Mob isn't, the, so uh, or good. One is not, <laughs> it's a great story, but Mob isn't the greatest artist. And it's very simple. He knows that. He doesn't outreach it. So with the help of one of his biggest fans, somebody from, I can't remember his name, but one of the it, main it's artists. It's the artist
0: that, from RCO 21.
2: Yeah, he's so good. Oh, okay. And he's I able to translate that. it and make it that happy medium where it's not so super detailed and crazy. But all simple and it still kinda keeps that feeling that this is one's this is one's characters. They're not perfect. One one uh, is supposed to be that one hero that looks stupid. He doesn't look like the the, the heart throb or the badass or the sexy kind of like long haired mysterious bad guy.
1: Yet he is yet he is best husband o apparently, according to our listeners. Hey man. He's
2: like <laughs> okay. Yeah, he beat beat out Genos. Oh, wow. That's all I have right now. I occasionally try to catch up on Dragon Ball Z Super or Dragon Ball Super when I can, especially when the uh, um, uh, Kaito Ken 10 uh, uh, unleashed. And I was uh, was hooked again, and I like the fact that they're keeping up that same art because if Dragon Ball Z looked different now, I'd be upset. Yeah.
3: I, I gave right. up on Super a while ago. Um, I, I've been thinking back and forth as to whether or not I should get back into it, but I just, I don't know. I don't have the heart for it. I guess I'm...
1: Back when eh. it w- when Dragon Ball Super was literally, if you wanted to see new content, you had to watch the filler episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm super happy with this episode so far because it seems like we have a lot of people who are ready for debate. Uh, and that's what our topic is for today. It's It's kind of a question that's up for debate, or it's kind of like a statement. That one of our fans found from uh, Tumblr user Badoof. Now, um. (laughs) Oh, it's (laughs) a good start. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is from, uh, again, I'll say our non, our our fan Evan, who is of the non King Baby Duck variety. Right, so not Uh, me. So, sit down. So, he brought this to my attention. He wanted to know my and everybody else's thoughts on it. So, I was like, man, this is gonna take way too long to discuss just on a Facebook thread. So how about we just make it an episode? Now, I think for this, we should try our best. You don't have to, but try our best to keep our statements like one minute segments at a time just to be on because we're already reaching towards the end. Um, but the, the topic that we have here is this statement. Anime is definitely going to be irredeemable in another 10 years if anime studios don't start immediately banding together to stop all the bad porny, fetishy, pedophilic, incest, glorification, male gaze filth that the current state of anime enthusiast culture is so bent on normalizing.
2: That's right up my alley.
3: There's There's so much. disagree. Oh,
1: God. (laughs) I feel like I can, I can just sit back and let you guys fight this one out. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> okay, so I have two aspects on this. Because on the one hand, I used to do a web series where in the, uh, the mid-2010-ish like, era, I was really ripping on how anime was going down a really terrible road, and I was trying so hard to warn people about, like, no, our, our animation quality has gone down. Our character designs look terrible. Our stories are crap. Moe is everywhere. We must stop this. And everyone hated me for it. Um, Other than a handful of people who agreed with my old show, um, except for one company that decided to kill my channel and that company can go FU themselves. And that's the first two (laughs) initials of their name. So our first Ah. two letters of their name is FU. So that's usually what I call them now. At the same time, you know, people who should be free to look, I think. Okay, here's an argument I used to have with a friend. Uh, He was like, oh, my God, I love harem series. And I was like, what's the point? Hentai exists. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, I love harem series. I, I stand by that. I have zero use for harem series in my life because hentai exists. I think, exists. That, I uh, think that Visual friend... novels exist if I need a story. You know, right. it's just what's the point of me watching some guy get cock teased by, like, can I say that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, on. cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you already did, so what's the yeah. point? <laughs> uh, Bleat me if you have to. Um, by, like, six girls when I could watch, you know, a guy do stuff with those six girls. So that's kind of my point of view on that. And what I don't like. As, as the thing in anime is, I like my anime... Okay, you can have the panty shots, you can have the fan service uh, Hot Springs episode or whatever, that's fine, as long as we have a good story the rest of the time. Outlaw Star has a has a Hot Springs episode, but the whole rest of the show is um, bromance shooting up aliens adventures. So, you know, I like Outlaw Star for that. And terrible yeah, animation sometimes. One of my um, personal favorites.
1: Yeah. Although I do want to point out that there was actually some very important key elements to the story in the hot springs episode that they actually had and they actually had to take out the hot springs episode when it was on toonami which was on regular cartoon network at the time yeah Yeah. so So there was a huge
3: yeah
0: but they aired the hot springs episodes of tenchi muyo no problem whatsoever just by covering ryoku's boobs yeah (laughs) they could have done the same thing just saying and it's kind of
3: yeah very important plot points are in there before they go to the galactic ley line and it just jumps (laughs) you're like oh okay Um, And as a kid, I didn't realize that as an adult. I'm like, wait a second. There was like, and then I saw that episode. I was like, oh, well, oh, thank you. That actually explains a lot.
1: Thank you much. (laughs) Yeah. So um, for this statement, do you actually still believe that in 10 years, anime is just going to be trash and nothing else? Like we're going to lose everything that we have with something like One Punch Man or uh, uh, Attack on Titan, uh, regardless of what your feelings are. It is a great show. Oh, um, no, you, I, you have, know, like, I have no
3: hatred of Attack on Titan. What, Whatever made anyone think that? Oh,
1: so, Some people just... As, no, I, I'm not saying you specifically, okay. but I, I mean, some people are just like, oh, Attack on Titan's popular, so I hate it. I oh, don't know. see, some a lot of
3: people are... do the whole, oh, well, this is popular, so Jared hates it kind of thing, and whatever. No, my anger comes <laughs> from like either bad character designs or bad animation or terrible music or whatever. It's My hatred almost is exclusively either writing or aesthetics. Um, and Attack on Titan has good writing. It's aesthetics is a minor problem the anime fixes the manga problem of the manga characters looking all exactly the same um <laughs> but the anime does fix that and i like it i think the only thing i have issue with attack on titan is just uh how everyone how i feel like the mainstream fandom thinks aaron or not aaron um armin armin behaves in the series the way he behaves in the abridged and that drives me up the wall because armin is like a smart tactician who's honestly my favorite character. Which I know sounds weird and whatever, and you can, oh, you Mikasa fans can hate me and whatever, but she's a Mary Sue and I just don't care about Mikasa that much. But I do Uh like, I do like Aaron, God. No, Aaron's I'm kind of okay with too, but... Armin is just such an interesting character. And then everyone's like, oh, Armin is, like, such a wuss. And he's crying all the time. And I'm like, Armin! When, when Armin has his breakdowns, they are completely justified, thank you very much. Yes, they are.
0: Yeah.
3: Everybody so, else should be as scared as,
1: as Armin. Yeah. And as then there's these
3: moments where they're in the cage. And he's like, okay, we can take these guys by doing this, 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 this. And there's other moments where he's like, okay, guys, if we do this, 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 we got this. And I'm like, yeah, because he's a tactician. But, dude... Yeah, it probably shouldn't be charging in the field to face a giant monster. That doesn't seem to be his specialty. His specialty is thinking crap out. Um,
1: So, um, back
3: on point... Yes, uh, on point, we have stuff that's coming back. I feel like we're going to slowly... If things can go the way they're going with better design shows, more interesting ideas, I think we can have uh, a revival to anime, and it would make me very happy because I don't like watching stuff and going like, well, this is fanservicey fluff. And look, I'll admit, I love my, like, sexy girls beat each other up series, okay? Um, but that shouldn't be all shows. *Ikitosen* is special because it was, like, the one show that did that at that time. Not because it was one of 12 shows that did that. And when every show is just fanservice fluff or a character is, like, super underage and under- unnecessarily sex- uh, sexualized... That does bother me as a viewer, because I'm like, I don't need that in my life. Right. Thank you very much. I can watch stuff featuring adult women being sexualized. Thank you. So yeah. I think there is the chance for us to become something better. Um, and by we, I mean not the anime community and even anime itself. And I don't think it's irredeemable, but yes, yeah. Yeah. there is a dark route. And if for some reason they decide that that's the most marketable route, then yes, anime will die in about 10 years.
0: The darkest right. timeline yes
1: yeah i I think we're bouncing back though I, like honestly after, from the past couple seasons, I've been seeing some really good stuff you agreed. know, and there's a there's a there's less
2: fan service this season there I is. have to
1: admit there's there's much less fan service uh now john what do what do you have to say
2: I have to agree with uh Jared in regards to um I do not well you guys know about me I'm not a big fan of Kill a Kill because I feel that that anime in itself is a little bit over sexualized and it was a satire on that, it's though. yeah. It's it, there. There's there's a lot of stuff from the show I, that I'm I've with seen. you on
3: that one. I'm with you on that one. And the
2: fact that they actually show it on Cartoon Network. Granted, it is Adult Swim, but you know it's summertime. Kids are up all night and they can watch that. And it's it, it's not. It's an adult thing. But I feel that. Uh, anime in itself will not die out. It will remain the exact same way, unfortunately, because pe- people are people. And uh, I can totally agree with um, Jared again because the fact that you made a post and so many people disagree with you because there's so many people in those those secret shadows who are fans of Tumblr who uh, love all this really deviant stuff. And I'm not talking about like, you know, you know, that 3D animation stuff, but more or less talking about they want to see fan service they want to see this they want to see that and I feel that you know it's 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 a bit too crazy well uh, let me get back on topic um, I, Irredeemable. I, yeah I'm sorry uh, I I do not like fan service I do not like harem i I feel that having that stuff has cheapened the brand itself of, of anime um, and I feel that a lot of people uh, when they talk about their favorite anime or say, for instance, I brought this up on my, uh, my show. Um, if you meet a girl and for some reason the topic of anime comes up or she says Attack on Titan, be like, like oh, yeah, I love anime. Or if somebody – somebody can take you saying I love anime to you being a perv. Granted, yes. their opinion doesn't mean shit to me or anyone else. Well, hopefully, but the fact that it has this negative cloud of stigma meaning like, you know, they automatically assume uh, tentacles disgusting kind of things and they, they yeah. glaze over and they don't give anime a chance. I feel that it's going to remain the same amount of people, the same people watching anime now and the same people watching Harem, and the same people watching anime will still continue to be that way with the growth of people in any particular category but... It's going to be very hard for them to maintain or bring in new viewers for the sheer fact that so many people can be turned off uh, by this. Um, if I say I love anime and they automatically think tentacles, but I'm talking about a race or I'm talking about like a really good drama or even One Punch Man, they'd be like, yeah. well, I love this, but I hate anime. Well, that's anime. No, it's not. And then you mm. have to educate them. And I don't feel that I have to educate all these people. Uh, to get them to watch the show. i much rather just watch it in private and just enjoy it and not talk about it. And that shouldn't be the case. I shouldn't be ashamed of what I watch.
1: I just tell people that I get paid to watch it and they they leave me alone.
3: I'm going to say that the thing is, Ed, uh, to whatever you'd like to call yourself at this moment's point, um, since I'm not supposed to use your real name maybe, I don't know. Just call
2: me uh, just call me san There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not I'm not doing that at all um
3: but you know the thing is that i think that becomes an issue where people don't think of anime as a medium they think it is like a genre and it's a medium it'd be like you know there's terrible movies but saying i'm a fan of movies doesn't mean you like you know the worst of the movies although you know you look at some of my favorite movies like the room then you know you clearly, um, <laughs> you clearly oh hi, are, oh, you know, hi jared person yeah <laughs> um dude i love the american ninja movies because it's so cheesy and stupid so but you know if someone Thought, oh, all movies equal American Ninja. Then there's clearly <laughs> a problem because you know I loved watching The Revenant last year. Um, that was mm. a great movie, and I've seen it plenty of great fun. movies in this in the movie in the theaters over the years. But you know, it was recently we were watching The Depotted, so I had to go through that. <laughs> and you know, uh,
1: I hate that movie. I, I really, I really don't like that movie. Actually, Pot the co- I,
3: I fully understand that. I understand yeah. that, but it, for me, it's just like watching that Boston accent trailer as a full movie. Um, Yeah, 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 (laughs) and so it's one of those things where there's clearly different styles, and I think the public perception, um, you know, Jack might be right on that one of it being, you know, generally negative. But I also feel that like people also just associate Pokemon and stuff like that, and you know, if everyone just thinks we're watching Pokemon, yeah, that seems childish. But you know, better than the negative alternatives.
2: That's a good point because they think a Pokemon or tentacles.
1: yeah. Yeah, and then again at this point though. Now, now we have Pokemon Go and everybody's playing Pokemon Go. And yeah, there are people my age who are driving down the street yelling obscenities at people who are walking down the street just because they have their cell phone out. But even still, Pokemon Go is, is kind of leading into this new thing where people who never even watched Pokemon as a kid are still playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. You know, um, but I think that in a general sense, anime was definitely different. Back in the day, even in the sense that you could say, you know, you guys are talking about harems and how harems are a part of the downfall of anime's irrede- irredeemability. But I think that it's just evolved into something like they have to keep anime has to take itself and keep topping what it's done before. Like in the past, this show was great. So let's we have to top that. Yeah. And I think because back in the day, I love old harems. Old harems are great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, Jared, don't you even do you like Love Hina? Um, I do. I cosplay as Kitaro. Yeah, that's yes. that's what I thought, and and like and and I love that show. I think it's even one of my most favorite harms, even still to this day. But the fact that you need to top it now, um, even still, every once in a while we get a show like Sekirei, which is a great harem. Um But then again, there's shows like uh, Sister New Devil or um, <laughs> or, or Trinity Trinity Seven, you know, that are just there's no solid story to them it's other than the just the filth it. yeah it's just the filth and like and and that's honestly that's going away if you look at my crunchy roll queue there's literally nothing in there that that has any fan service in it whatsoever i mean like sure in a new game the um the studio director has to sleep in the studio overnight because she works like 12 to 16 hours a day so when she sleeps she takes off her pants and you see her panties but and they and they make note of that in the show. But even still, it's the the only thing that's about the show. It's not perverted. It's just cute. <laughs> um, but but I don't think that's that's harming the industry in any way other than the fact that probably Tumblr is filled with just those panty shots. Yeah, yes. Tumblr, yeah.
2: come at me. And, Add and, and TikTok and, and, on and, Twitter. I,
3: and, I think we're all. I'm, I'm I'm with you on this. Of the I think we're getting better quality stuff. And yes. if that doesn't make me happy, I think the. F- Fandom might be having some issues that we need to solve. Yeah, yeah cool. I oh, that's a good point. Is, the quality's yeah. getting better.
2: I think the fandom I mean, I th- is affecting the actual uh, medium of anime itself, and I just want to clarify, uh, you know, um, without being a hypocrite or whatever, you know, um, I think that the way, the reason why I have a, a small problem with harem, but more of a, a bigger problem with fan, the fandom and their own art perception in dojin. Is that I don't like the way it, I personally feel about it. I don't know wh- I don't like the way it affects me. Uh, I do enjoy like s- certain random things on Tumblr uh, in regards to like 3D and uh, Source Filmmaker. Those are cool, but the thing is, those are separate from something that I grew up as a child. I love anime and I like things that are certain pure that I can enjoy a story. I'm not talking about Naruto, but I would love to be able to share something. I can't. Uh, I, I can't say it enough sharing something like a race with somebody, which is so different in regards to a story that it almost could be an entire movie, uh, and somebody automatically thinks of, like, sexualized things, it, it, it bothers me. So...
1: Yeah. Right. Here's, here's, um, here's something about the industry, though, too, is that in Japan, because we have to remember that the industry is Japan, it's not America's numbers, it's Japan's numbers. Yeah. Um, the In Japan, if you look at an event like Kamiket, which has millions of like uh, like hundreds of thousands to millions of people going there and crowding up the the district uh, is like it, it, part of the industry is highly sexualized there. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. it, hell, everybody knows that sex sales in the porn industry is always booming. Yeah. Yeah. so therefore they're taking the industry that they know and they're putting it into a market that is marketable to everybody. And that's why we are getting shows that are garbage and, and just sexualized in, in that matter. Is because they know that people are watching. It's like, oh, well, they like hentai in their regular or, or in their private time. So how about in their regular time? We give them something sexual as well, but something that we can show on TV. So the, it's, it's, it's honestly just the same way that Hollywood BS ruins everything. Uh, you know the industry itself is a business, and you have to make money and the only way that you make money is by selling what you know is going to sell and uh, in some people the the thing that's gonna save the industry is people who are willing to take risks on good shows like i'm I'm sure that nobody. Or or very few people. I know that there are a a couple people who really enjoy the show, including myself. Like this season, a show called Orange came out, and it is a fantastic, beautiful drama series. But I think just the fact that you know everybody, like every, it has a serious tone to it, kind of scares people away because in especially in America, people still say, "Oh, cartoons; those are for kids." Mm Yeah. Yes. Um, Can I? You know, in the same way, in the same way, back in the '80s and '90s, it was with comic books. Comic books are for children. No, have you read a Batman comic? Like some of them are terrifying, um, yeah, like the Killing Joke that even just came out on DVD. That's not for children. No. Don't let the children watch watch that. And it, even in the same sense that uh, like Deadpool came out in theaters and people were taking their kids to go see Deadpool. You <laughs> people know, it's, are dumb. It's, it's people not are stupid. For kids.
2: Where's my like, child, child protective thing. services number?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing. It's not for kids, and like and but but even the man children who are out there, which is a very small portion of it and if you ever get the chance to watch the red letter media video on the new ghostbusters film where they talk about man children is very good i recommend it um you know that's the industry that they attack uh, like or the the other people attack which is the loudest thing that people see which makes gives everything a bad image
2: i think that people picking on the ghostbusters movie purely because it's females is 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 complete and utter garbage. I think that they're just a bunch of cowards. I just, I don't want to see another um, Ghostbusters movie, but it, just because I don't want to see another Ghostbusters movie and I hate it, it doesn't mean I hate it because it's females or any in particular female in general. And, so,
1: and that's exactly what they were talking about in the red letter media film. I should put that video in the description because okay. I think everybody should watch it. Uh, and if you looked at the at the marketing campaign, point zero eight percent of people who commented on the video were people who were misogynistic. Yeah, point zero eight percent. Like that's and that's where they got this campaign to market the movie for. So yeah. um and which always so, shows so they, you when
3: you have to use that as your marketing campaign you clearly have some issues. Exactly. Yes. Yeah,
1: um and 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 I think that's the same thing with the anime or, or it, that can be directly related to the anime industry because it it affects America in the same way. If anything I just it. Right. So what uh, I I could just be rambling I should digress.
0: Because I do kind of side with Jared about like how a few years ago like most anime was just like smutty, sex-filled fanservice-y kind of crap, and I was starting to, like, walk away from the anime realm because of it. But it was tough. It is tough. But it was tough. But because... But honestly, like, compared to, to that era, and comparing it to now, where we're getting so much really good anime... Like, this year alone, with anime in 2016, I'm finding it really hard to... Criticize almost anything that I'm watching because I'm been impressed with its writing, its character development, and just its overall presentation. Like I, yeah. I know in 2014 I was like, oh, this anime, this year' in anime was great, and then 2015, oh, this anime year was fantastic. 2016, it, I'm gonna find it so hard to be talking about anything negatively about anime because a lot of the stuff that I was watching was so good. Agreed. In regards to, like, in regards to, like, criticizing, like, anime as, like, kid stuff and comparing, like, cartoons and and whatnot, like, when I was watching Erased, there was an episode of Erased where, like, I'm staring at my screen afterwards for, like, a few minutes and, like, at that exact moment, I said, you know what? I'm gonna stop watching The Simpsons and Family Guy because this is what we should be doing but we don't have the balls to do but in regards to what this guy's commented what this guy said the comment of like they need to all team up and such to stop being so fan servicey and pedophilic and everything they've kind of already done that if, if yeah you look no at, i agree if you look at if you look at anime right now in 2016 there's like barely any fan service and when there is it is literally just a quick fan service thing that you you would normally see in stuff in like the early night late 90s early 2000s sort of stuff fan service because hey here's a little thing we're gonna throw in there because he didn't because you haven't seen it in the last few episodes and such and that's how you used to in, be a, in the old
3: days right exactly. and I liked a, it then in a
1: modern sense uh too in, when you see fan service it's actually ironically to make fun of fan service yeah. which is in the sense of kill kill but uh uh, I, uh
2: an anime that's self-aware I get it yes yes yeah, exactly anime that's self and, and I,
1: I honestly think that that's what's happening is they're starting to be hipster about it and they're starting to do everything ironically <laughs> um Okay,
3: I guess the one little thing I wanted to bring up as a next point is part of the marketability of anime is selling the figures, the merchandise, the toys. You know, stuff like Pretty Cure sells a crap ton of, you know, wands and tacks and upgrades and figures and whatever. You know, I'm I'm a fan of, uh, you know, certain idol series that, you know, have... Here's the 16 variations of the girls. And, you know, a lot of those things, though... Uh, even in the figures, yes, you'll find your sexualized figures still, but I think I'm seeing a lot of my figures just be, you know, you were talking about uh, What's-Her-Face from uh, Food Wars, um, having just, like, a cute holding her ladle and just being cute kind of thing. We're back to getting those style of figures, I think, more so than the I'm-gonna-bend-over-and-show-you-my-boobs figures, like we used to have a lot more of those, you know, five or so years ago.
1: They still have plenty of those. Oh, they, they have plenty of those. <laughs> I'm not saying they don't. I'm
3: saying that, like, I'm seeing a resurgence of the cutesy anime girl statues, that I can have up 20, you know, uh, 365 days a year, that if my mom comes by and she sees my figure collection, she's like, oh my, what is this? She's like, oh, she's right. cute, and she's cute, and she's cute, and that's uh-huh. better. Do I have my fan service figures? Of course I do. Do I pull them out every once in a while? Of course I do. But my mainstays right now are from Idol series and from Kante uh, collection, and while there are the sexualized Kante figures, the ones I have out currently are not, so. Right. I'm just saying that there is you're seeing a title shift. It's just a slow title shift.
1: Agreed. So okay. So consensus
0: anime is going to be okay. Yep. Yeah. It's, anime is. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sorry. It's the uh, with, American aspect of cartoons that I'm worried about more. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, so, Evan, you with, and I could go on forever on that one. <laughs> That's a whole another episode completely.
1: <laughs> um, with that being said. I am shamelessly looking forward to swimsuits and butt bumping in Keijo next season. Yeah,
0: that's going to be funny. Because I feel like that's a show that's, <laughs> that is going to be more of a parody of fan service. With that, I, I think that it's
1: time to move on to some fan service, and then we'll move on to some shameless plugging for our shows, and then we'll wrap it up. So, uh, so I actually only have. One bit of fan service from somebody, uh, from one of our fans, Mike, who already gave us news earlier. He, he sent us the Gantz thing, but he also wanted to point out that uh, anime series, there's a there's an uh, um, exclusive anime series coming to Netflix now called Blame, and it, that was an early 2000... Wait, based off the manga yeah, from, like, forever ago? Yeah, like, early... two. They had an early 2000s anime uh, on it, too, and I, I don't know whether or not this is going to be, like, a sequel series or a continuation. It was, like, a cyberpunky kind of series, yeah. but, uh... Um, yeah, there, there's gonna be an exclusive Netflix series huh. for it. So I don't know whether or not it's gonna be a reboot or a uh, or a continuation. I don't know. We'll have to check it out when it when it comes through. But it, that's a really big news. Um, we also I also want to throw out a big thank you to Mike too, by the way, because he's been schooling us in the art of reblogging on Tumblr. Um, he's been sending us like these awesome gift sets and everything that he's been throwing out uh, for us to put up on our page and uh we've been getting a lot more hits than re- than normally and he knows what's up he knows what's trending yeah so uh uh and, and honestly everything that we did for fan service was in our was in the show so uh if, if you have any if you guys want to weigh in i'll start on the shameless plugs right now if you guys want to weigh in on this uh this topic of the anime industry being saved uh do we only have another 10 years of anime before it's all garbage and we all stop watching i don't think so but what do you think uh I think that there were a lot of really good points thrown around here today. And I don't think we could have had a better cast for this discussion, personally. Um, So you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. You can also message us on Facebook. You can find all of our news stories and all of our posts there. Follow us on facebook.com slash wickedanime, and you can find everything there. Our main hub of everything is on nerdyshow.com, where you can listen to our podcast and uh, our videos, which you can find our videos on YouTube.com slash Wicked Reviews. Please subscribe to us so that we can uh, keep making awesome videos. There are plenty in the works that I'm going to be able to uh, put out more in the near future because I got a new job. Sweet. Also, if you're not listening to us on Nerdy Show, you can find us on SoundCloud for our podcast. iTunes, which please rate and review. Uh, it- it'll get us more traction so people will listen to us. Uh, you can find us on Boom, Google Play. Uh, a whole bunch of, if, if you look up podcasts, we're probably there. Uh, you, then on our social medias, besides Facebook, you can also find us at Tumblr. Tweet us at YoWickedAnime and uh, Tumblr, WickedAnime.tumblr.com. It's a garbage heap. This is where this whole discussion came from in the first place. <laughs> so um, next up for uh,
0: Shameless Plugging, Evan, why don't you spit your rap? All right. So for the recent news reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, if you're in a band and want to be featured on the show No Borders No Race, or if you have any questions for our friend Sawa Sensei for her Nazo Nazo Nyong'o segments, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can find me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc, on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, and on the video games Anime and J Pop Aminos at King Baby Duck ESH. Like us on Facebook.com slash Boston and on Facebook.com slash LandofEsh. And for all your other sites under the Land of Esh, you can go to Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Nerd Crave, and Smashed Rook. And just to give a heads up to all you listeners out there, the next convention, the next anime convention you'll find me at is at another anime convention in Manchester, New Hampshire on October 14th to 16th. So, Oh yeah. If you see, yeah, me we're, gonna, we're trying to get into that too. Yeah, yes. Sweet. So if you see me there in a couple months, be sure to say hi. Absolutely.
1: All right. Uh, Jared, you're next up on my, on, in my, in the order of Skype icons, you go ahead. What, where can the people find you?
3: Okay. You can find a lot of stuff from me on scarletwhapsody.com. We recently had our Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con coverage. Uh, it's on there. Our Sailor Moon Day LA information and coverage will be up there pretty soon. And of course, I just recently had a new article in the CPO and I Know It category, which is about nerdy sexuality. Um, as for me myself, you can always get me, get me up on Twitter at Jared the Greek, where I usually post stuff about video games or about something on YouTube I just watched. Uh, my Tumblr yeah. is JaredTheGreek.tumblr.com, where I post comic reviews. And occasionally anime reviews or movie reviews. And um, you can see us streaming Secret Stage Games. We're on the Hitbox and the Twitch and the YouTube. So Secret Stage Games. And oh, finally, John. Can I do the convention thing too, since Evan did? Um, I'm going to be at yeah, sure. this weekend, assuming this comes out before this con starts. I will be at Otacon in Baltimore. And then in like two weeks or three weeks, I'll be at Anime California I will be doing no panels at Baltimore, but I'll be hanging out, uh, rocking a uh, Giotaro and Giovanni. And at Anime California, I'll be doing several panels, including a panel on Steven Universe, Lupin the Third, and um, Saturday Morning Cartoons. So check it out.
2: Totally jelly. John, what do you got? Hi, listener. Hi. I know you're hearing my voice. I just want to let you know that you need to worry about your character, not your reputation, because your character is who you are. Your reputation who people think you are. So always remember that. You can find me on Twitter at Digtaka. I do videos uh, and live stream on YouTube.com slash Dirty Issues. We are the secondary channel for the House FOP. That's Friends of Phil. Uh, you can also reach my co-host at Dirty Locks. Shout out to us. I'm always constant on Twitter. My Instagram is Digtaka. I make cosplay costumes I would say cosplay costume mass or cosplay mass uh just finished up with making a alteration to the ant-man I made a red hood I'm working on an arkham knight and I also made a destiny hunter nice. and I, and uh I do a bunch of other crazy things I'm also a photographer I will be at boston comic-con hopefully before this this podcast comes out maybe during uh this week So uh, look for me and my crew. We are going out as the Civil War Captain America crew. I will be Spider-Man. And you have Captain America, you have Hawkeye, you have Black Panther, and you also have Ant-Man. So yeah, any business inquiries or whatever you want to call that for cosplay mask or photography stuff, please go to katamen2.com or katamen2 at iCloud.com. For any questions, comments, or um, or whatnot. If you want a commission, let me know.
1: Excellent. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today on the Wicked Anime Podcast. Uh, and thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, I hope you come back to listen to us for another episode. Man, we are getting so close to episode 100, aren't Woo-hoo! we? Yeah. yeah. So um, there's going to be some something huge for that and i'm sure that we'll be talking about it very soon. That's it for now. Uh it's time to sign off. The only way we know how.
0: Bye bye.
1: just as a side note you know who could have taken a note from ishield 21's artist uh the artist of ishield 21 the anime
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wicked! A. thanks for listening to the wicked anime
1: podcast presented by nerdy show if you like what you heard please rate and review on itunes or like and follow us on soundcloud as listener supported entertainment we rely on youtube this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks of it. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorship can subscribe to the wicked anime podcast via itunes and soundcloud leave a comment like and share and follow nerdy show and wicked anime on all your favorite social networks for more podcasts articles community forums and other awesomeness visit nerdyshow.com if it's geeky we've
2: got it covered